0: In my soul, see you give me joy down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul. See baby, there's beauty, there's beauty in my broken. to say thank you, I want to say thank you.
1: talk for a few minutes in this worship experience about overcoming despair, overcoming despair. In the morning worship, we talked about the importance of maintaining hope and trust in God when things are not going as we would like them to go. We made the point that if we maintain our hope and trust in God, we will receive new strength from God, that God will enable us to see life from a different perspective, and that God will enable us to achieve what is seemingly impossible. Well, in this worship, we want to talk about God enabling us to overcome despair. Despair is a loss of hope. Despair is to lose the ability to trust. It is to be overwhelmed by a sense of defeat and futility. It is to be consumed by the belief that everything is wrong and nothing can possibly turn out right. And if we're honest with ourselves, most of us at some point in our lives will experience despair and the emotions that accompany despair, anger, depression, fear, and frustration. At the point of despair, Job became angry with God and said, if only I knew where I might find him, if only I could go to his dwelling, I would state my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. At the point of despair, Jeremiah became frustrated and quit on God. He said, I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name. At the point of despair, David became so depressed that he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But despair is not limited to the pages of Scripture. A lot of us today are consumed by despair. Many are miserable and upset and unhappy and are in need of a change in their lives. But if despair is what you're feeling today, there is help for you in this message. Our text focuses on God's servant, Ezekiel, and shows us how God can help us overcome despair. God's people, were having a tough time. Because of their sinfulness, God had used the nation of Babylon to chastise them and punish them for their wickedness. Thousands of Jews were carried away as slaves, and among them was Ezekiel, this young temple priest. After five years of captivity, Ezekiel found himself in a point of despair in his life. He was humiliated. He was isolated. Nothing seemed to be going right for him. And there seemed to be no place for him to find relief for his condition. But at the brink of his despair, Ezekiel says, God came to me. I was sitting with my fellow captives by the Kibar River when the heavens were opened to me and I saw the Lord and he spoke to me and through his speaking to me, he lifted me out of my despair. Ezekiel's despair was linked to personal disappointment. And my brothers and sisters, life is hard to live when you're dealing with personal disappointment. A lot of people today are in the throes of despair because of their own personal disappointment. When they were younger, they had dreams. For their lives. By the time I'm 25 I'll be doing this. By the time I'm 30 I'll be living here. By the time I'm 40 I will have moved into this position. By the time I'm 50 I will have acquired this thing or that thing. By the time I'm 55 I'll be able to settle down and enjoy the fruits of my labor. But now all those times have passed you by. And you haven't fulfilled your dreams. You you haven't accomplished the things that you set out to accomplish. And, And you start to realize that there are more days behind you than there are in front of you. And it looks like you will never be and do what you thought you would be and do. And as a byproduct of personal disappointment, Ezekiel felt he was a failure. Think about it. He he was a priest without a parish. He was a leader with no followers. Before the exile, Ezekiel had enjoyed a somewhat luxurious lifestyle, but now he's an aristocrat living in abject poverty. His future is very bleak, and under those circumstances, Ezekiel was feeling failure my brothers and sisters failure is tough to deal with failure leads to frustration and frustration will bring us to despair but in the midst of ezekiel's disappointment in the midst of his feelings of failure god comes to him and god says to him ezekiel stand up on your feet i have something to say to you now It's important to note that when God spoke to Ezekiel, he did not change one thing about Ezekiel's condition. Ezekiel was a slave before God spoke to him, and he was a slave after God spoke to him. Ezekiel was in exile before God spoke to him, and he was in exile after God spoke to him. God made no change in Ezekiel's condition, but he did make a change in Ezekiel after God spoke. Ezekiel had renewed hope. After God spoke, Ezekiel had renewed purpose and a new outlook. My brothers and sisters, if we are to overcome despair, we have to realize that hearing from God will not always change our condition. But if we hear from God and hear him right, God will make a change in us. God will help us to cope with our Condition. When Habakkuk was at the point of despair, he heard from God. And even though God didn't change Habakkuk's condition, there was such a change in Habakkuk that he said, Though the fig tree does not bud, though there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of of my salvation. What God did for Habakkuk, what God did for Ezekiel, he's able to do for us. And then the second thing I want you to note is right on the heels of the first. When God spoke to Ezekiel, not only did he not change Ezekiel's condition, but God did not deny the severity of Ezekiel's condition. God didn't approach Ezekiel, from a standpoint of pity. He didn't approach Ezekiel and say, come cry on my shoulder. But God told Ezekiel, stand up on your feet and I will do great things with you. My brothers and sisters, somebody needs to hear that today. We like to talk about the compassion of God, and God is compassionate. We like to talk about the mercy of God, and God is merciful. And sometimes we want someone to treat us with a little tenderness and with a little understanding. But sometimes God just wants us to stand up on our feet and be counted. God was saying to Ezekiel, you're looking for pity, but pity ain't going to help you like you need to be helped. You're looking for a promise of relief from your condition, but relief ain't coming no time soon. But even though I may not be saying what you want to hear, I've come to let you know that if you give yourself to me, I'll help you cope with your condition." Give yourself to me. I'll, I'll give you what you need to make it in spite of your condition. Just stand up on your feet and I will do great things with you. And then I want you to see that Ezekiel was helped in his despair because he was willing to let God have control. Ezekiel discovered that there is no depth to which we can sink where God can't raise us if we put ourselves in his hands. And my brothers and sisters, just like Ezekiel, you will discover that when God is in control, great things will happen. You know, a lot of us talk about God being in control, but the truth is we have a hard time letting go and letting God, we have a hard time just surrendering ourselves over to him. Somebody viewing this worship today may be saying with his mouth, God is in control of my life, but you're living like you're in control. But don't you know that if you could fix your situation, it would have already been fixed? You wouldn't be in the shape you're in right now. You're unfulfilled even though you've done everything you were supposed to do. And it's because you can't fix your situation. But I'm glad that when I'm dealing with despair, I've learned to put it in God's hands. Hymn writer put it this way. Let Jesus fix it for you. He knows just what to do. Whenever you pray, just let him have his way and he will fix it. For you, if you're at the brink of despair, God is speaking to you and saying, if you just stand up on your feet and watch me, I will do something wonderful in your life. Well, finally, to overcome despair, you have to trust that God will give us what we need to overcome our negative condition. It's very important that you read the last part of the verse. After God spoke to Ezekiel, after he called him to attention, after he told him to tough out his situation, after God told him to get over his disappointment and get past his failure, I want you to see that God didn't just give Ezekiel a word in his despair, but God gave Ezekiel a power to help him overcome his despair. God told Ezekiel Ezekiel, even though you're having a hard time, it's all right because I'm going to give you what you need. You're going to some stiff-necked folk. You're going to some stubborn folk. Read the passage. He calls them stiff-necked and stubborn five or six times. And it speaks to what some of us have to deal with today. Stiff-necked folk. Hard-headed folk. Stubborn folk. Folk. But God says, you can make it with stubborn folk. Why, God? Because you ain't going by yourself. Because I'm going with you. Ezekiel says, when God told me to stand up before I could move, the spirit entered into me. And the spirit lifted me up and stood me on my feet. Church, if you don't hear anything else this morning, hear this. When you let go and let God, his spirit will enter into you. His spirit will lift you up. His spirit will make you strong. His spirit will turn your darkness into light. His spirit will turn your despair into hope. His spirit will turn your confusion into peace. His spirit will turn your dark midnight. Into the light of noonday, the Spirit of the Lord entered into me and stood me up on my feet. That tells me that God won't ask me to do anything that he won't equip me to do. God said, stand up. And before I could do it, the spirit entered into me and stood me on my feet. That tells me that if God said, run, I can run. If God said, speak, I can speak. If God said, stand, I can stand. If God says, do this, I can do it. Not in my strength, but in his strength. And so I close the way I like to close all the time. He's able. God is able to do anything. God is able to make rough places plain God is able to make crooked places straight God is able to make the enemies behave God is able to make the enemies your footstool God is able to keep food on your table God is able to keep foes on your back all you have to do is put your trust in him if you trust And never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord. Don't take it to Oprah. Don't take it to Dr. Phil. Take your burden to the Lord. Don't take your burden and your grievances to your friend or your neighbor because they'll have your business all over town. Take your burden to the Lord. And when you take it to the Lord, leave it there. And I declare, he's able to make everything all right.
2: coming of the Lord, He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He is loose the fate for lightning. Has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never call retreat he is sifting out the low hearts before his judgment seat oh be swift my soul and answer him be jubilant my feet